Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello avid listeners and welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Fucking Podcast. We are your dirty slags, Troy, Jay and Aaron. This, Uh, I feel, is going to be a fucking lengthy one, isn't it Aaron? All all for hate in a crate 2020. Hate in a crate or the McDonald's soft toy play area. Yeah. If if uh, anyone starts losing the marbles during this one. Just remember, at least you can just stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> so, j- j- just a heads we up. We had to the, sit through this. The way, that, the way this works, Troy and Jay usually do proper notes, and then there's me doing my notes, which is just snippets of things getting said and things. I have more pages than Troy and Jay together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So, so it's going to be a, a fun man. one, boys. If... Uh, <laughs> If you've got extensive notes in Aaron, would you like to kick it off? Well, with the pre-show. Okay. No, not the pre-show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not the pre-show. Um, you've got notes in that, haven't you? <laughs> just, quick, just quick little ones. Just Elias calling fucking all Jeff Hardys in the world junkies. Right. Um, all Jeffs in the world. All Jeffs in the world. Um, Ali challenging the hurt business. Shocky ducky quack quack made its return. Every and fucking pay per view. One thing, one thing that <laughs> did make me laugh. Quack, quack. Well, two things actually with the Jeff, the Jeff thing. He called Jeff Jarrett a junkie on Jeff Jarrett's three year anniversary anniversary of sobriety. Ooh. And Jeff Jarrett looked like he wanted to legitimately murder Elias. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, funnily enough, it's a look I'm going to get halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he said, Oh, Jeff's a junkie. Elias's real name is Jeffrey. Of course, it is. (laughs) Dickhead. (laughs) What a tit. Uh, And finally, Booker T being a mark for himself, wearing both his Hall of Fame rings on the one hand next to each other. I fucking would have done that. If I had one Hall of Fame ring, mate, I'd be wearing it all the time. All I mean, the time. That Ric Flair replica one that I got with WWE 2K something, but 2K 18, 19, yeah, 19. That's it. Yeah, before <laughs> before it all become a fucking car wreck. Before I it bet. became the drizzling shits. Right. Speaking better, of drizzling shits, I better roll my window. <laughs> oh god. Oh dear. Has he got oh, some? Has he got Shawn Michaels pants on? Haven't you seen them? He wore them on the live stream last night. Fuck me. <laughs> You disrespect him, uh, man. You sure as me. And he's back. <laughs> <laughs> so, roll on. Telling us out. So, Let's do this. The first match which was on the pre-show was um, all Sap Drew Gulak versus R-Truth for the uh, 24-7 title. Truth plays with little Jimmy as he comes in the ring. Gulak waves that little Jimmy and coaxes him over. Kind of like tickles him and then boots him. <laughs> Arthur snaps and attacks Drew, Drew Gulak. Uh, Gulak takes control, gets a bit with a big clothesline. He keeps Truth grounded, works over his knee, 
Truth it's seen as five moves of doom. Gulak escapes the DAA. Uh, he goes for a superplex. Truth sl- slips through, gets a roll up, wins. Um, standard raw match. Cool. Uh, Truth runs away from Akira Tozawa, Lince Dorado, and Grand Metalik. Andrew Gulak yells to the uh, the the pre-show panel that John Cena sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we get these 24-7 matches on the fucking pre-show. What's the point? They're, di- they're It's just nonsense. They're barely even a part of the fucking of Raw every week. It's, why give it's it like, an actual match? This match was 5 minutes, 25 seconds long, right? That's more time than what the 24-7 title gets on Raw. <laughs> In about a month combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, it's a shame they're both really talented guys. Every well, I say both. Everyone involved, even like Tazawa, Lindsay, and Metal League are all really talented, but yeah, man. they're just getting thrown in with this bollocks, and it's just like great. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Right, let's get on to the good stuff, boys. Like Come it's on. like the hardcore title <laughs> if you got it off wish. Um, <laughs> uh all right, well, let's get to the good stuff as Aaron let's get says. To the so, good stuff. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, Hell in a Cell, I quit match. I was surprised this opened. I was surprised I thought this would have been on last. Ooh. Um, yeah, so they lock up aggressively. Um, 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 excuse me. You No, no, no. We're going to do this the correct way. I <sighs> have about... Are we ready? Right. So, whilst they're, whilst they're setting the hell in a cell up, Michael Cole, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels were the first two human beings to enter hell in a cell. No, they weren't. Eh? The ref and the camera memoir. I can see why this. I can see why this wanker's got ten fucking notes, <laughs> ten sheets of fucking notes. Fuck me. If if this is the standard you're setting for the rest of this episode, I'm you're I'm going I'm, in the sim bin. I'm gonna get a fucking glass <laughs> well, of port and some cheesy right. crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've so, got a bottle of whiskey close enough. I might just go grab that. Do you want me to go through the rest of the page for before the match? Yeah? Okay. The rest of the page? Before. <laughs> page before the match. Oh, fuck. Go on. We'll, yeah, go on, we'll, see, we'll see what this is like, and we'll use it as a tester for the rest of the episode. Because if, <laughs> if this is your opening gambit, and it's shit, <laughs> to the waiting room you go. Uh, Troy, do you fancy a game of words with friends while he's rambling? Yeah, go on, set it up, man. <laughs> oh, uh, Roman CGI entrance statue has hair down to his waist. When has Roman Reigns' hair ever been that long? Um, <laughs> go on, this is gold. Stop. Oh, you... <laughs> right. Um, and, right, Roman's the top of the animal kingdom. He's the top dog from Michael Cole. I've never seen Animal Kingdom, but Roman, I bet, isn't on there. It is a program, by the way. After the, This is the synopsis, so listen. After the death of his mother, Josh decides to live with his grandmother, who heads a criminal clan. His life takes a turn when he gets involved with his cousins and their criminal activities. And, fun fact, Animal Kingdom is also on TNT. Okay, now, look how, look how pleased he is with himself. Look how pleased he is. 
Can I go back to the match now? <laughs> this is lovely stuff. Did you not hear that? Josh is in Animal Kingdom, who is in a criminal activities with his cousins. <laughs> you know that cap you're wearing, Aaron? Is it made out of tin there's a bit, bit of a sparkle when you get into a certain light. <laughs> we're, we're 10 minutes into this and we've not even spoken about the first punch. <laughs> I tried. I, I really tried. Before before we go on, Aaron, have you got anything else before the match? Um, no. Oh. We can, kick, we can continue. Oh, sure. I, was ex- I was excited to hear more waffle. I'm, I'm going to say one fucking thing and he's going to be, wait, wait, I've got some. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, <laughs> Sorry, Jay Uso's Lee um, was to signify family, but he ripped it off. And just as he rips it off, Michael Cole says he needs to destroy Roman Reigns. And he just went, rah, so it's like perfect timing. Nice. Symbolic. Yeah. Um, Foreshadowing. Okay. Yeah. So... They lock, they lock up really aggressively. Roman hits a shoulder block and a big right hand, followed by a suplex, and he's in pretty much in complete control. They're both like they're both trash talking each other all the way through this match. Excuse me. Um, Uso hits a few strikes, knocks Roman out, Roman out the ring, hits a dive, um, throws Roman back in the ring, clotheslines him over the top rope, hits another dive. Both times Roman hits into the cell. Um, he throws Roman into the cell after he's dived on him the second time as well. He goes for a stinger splash. Roman just spears him out the bar. Um, his spears look really fucking like devastating. In this yeah, he looked like he meant them. <laughs> yeah. Um, he grabs a chair. Jay drop kick, drop kicks him. Goes for another dive, and Roman meets him with the right hand this time, um, and then hits another spear. Um, where are we? Oh yeah. Uso blocks a third spear with a super kick, hits his, hits the Uso splash twice. Roman refuses to give up. Jay brings in the leather. Oh, that second one. Sorry, I muted myself to my fanny. Um, that second <laughs> Uso splash, the knee goes right into Roman's face as well. Yeah, yeah it did. Pretty serious. I know, so I look, yeah, it didn't look nice. Yeah. Yeah, trying to make it quick, you think. Um, <laughs> Jay, Jay brings in a leather strap and says he's going to whip the dog shit out of his cousin <laughs> and then proceeds to whip the dog shit out of Roman um, he then he then um, sorry missed a bit there Roman hits another spear Jay says he can't he can't breathe after the spear but he refuses to quit but it's kind of like a reoccurring thing well you shouldn't have wasted your last breath on saying I can't breathe then eh I know. Yeah, <laughs> lad, I quit instead. <laughs> wouldn't, have been, wouldn't have got battered so badly. Um, <laughs> so then Rain starts whipping Jay with the strap. They end up tra- trading blows. Uso blocks a Superman punch by whipping Roman across the ribs with the strap. And then he put he like kind of like pins him to the ground and starts trying to wrap the strap around Roman's neck. This but it keeps awkward. coming off over his head. It was dead awkward. <laughs> His neck was is it, too thick. Was it, was, was it like Miro trying to put the clutch on? Yes, it was. You could compare it to that, mate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it keeps slipping off Roman's head and then eventually he does get it wrapped around. Maybe it's all the conditioner that Roman has in his hair. Got to be. It's got to be. be. It's got to be. Either that or because he's a big dog, dog, he was like 
panting a lot because he was like working out. It's like when we try and put <laughs> he had the a bit of drool down dog. his like in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we try and put the harness on our dog to take her for a walk, and she just she's not having it. Exactly what Romans is. I don't want to go for a walk. I don't want to go for a walk. I don't want to go for a walk. That's yeah, what's going like, on. like trying to put a collar on a dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, eventually he does get it wrapped around Roman's head and neck and chokes him, chokes him out. Ref doesn't, ref won't stop it. Roman can't, Roman can't say he quits. That's important for later. Uh, I've got a bit of a gripe with something in this. Um, he quit whilst he's just passed out after the dog collar. You just can't make him say I quit if he's passed out after the strap round his neck. Um, Heyman says say quit, sorry, as well. Yeah, and then. The ref's like, well, make him say it. I can't make him say it. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, my match. <laughs> I'm, to- I'm talking about when Jay choked Roman out. Though. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Ah, That's what I was trying to get at, mate. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. All right. You're a bit ahead of me, pal. Sorry. Uso, goes, memo. <laughs> Uso goes for a chair shot, reigns at the Superman punch. Uh, Roman locks in the guillotine. Now this is where we're up to earn. Um, yes. Until Jay passes out. He then hits a drive-by followed by followed by one where he's got the steps on one side of Jay's head, the ring post on the other, and he sandwiches Jay's head between the two. Uh, that looked quite nice. Shut nasty. your mouth to the ref. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so they calm down. Literally, <laughs> literally, from when when Jay had been putting the like guillotine to when the um, drive-by happened, the ref was constantly going, just say, say I quit. Just, say Just say I quit. quit. Just say I quit. To the point where it was like getting a bit annoying. It was like, well, you're not saying that's a Roman. Why are you saying yeah. it to him? Um, yeah, yeah, um, I, I have a tally for how many times the phrase I quit has been said during this match. Interesting. Any by the wrestlers or just by refs and commentary? Re- refs, commentary, wrestlers. Okay. We'll get to it at the end of the match. Because but... that, the, there's um, obviously the... Um, JBL John Cena match where JBL cuts a promo during the match and says, say I quit, and everyone pops, thinking he's just cost himself the match. Yeah. It's about a minute into it. Um, that's why I ask. <laughs> yeah, the ref tries to just stop the match, so this is what I've got to gripe with, because he tries to stop it because Jay's, like, unresponsive. But literally about, like, two, three minutes earlier, Roman was unresponsive and he wouldn't stop the match. He wouldn't do it, yeah. <laughs> They're just going, I gotta call it. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, don't do it like last year. Please not. It's the first match in. Come on. <laughs> um, I've seen this yeah. before. <laughs> uh, PTSD from Hell in a Cell matches that have just been stopped. Um, yeah, so as as the ref's gonna try and like stop the match, Roman grabs it, grabs him. Um, and just like he says, you're not stopping this and throws him out. Then another ref comes in and Postman Pierce and well, Postman Pierce, Pat Buck, Jamie Noble, a couple more refs all come in and they're like begging Roman to stop. And Roman's like, we're not we're not ending this until he says I quit. Goes out the ring, shuts the door and then he kind of chases just everybody. Just get to fuck. Yeah. He tries to chase everyone off with the st- steel steps but he can't get them over the top rope. Oh, yeah, he fucked uh, it first time around, didn't he? Jesus. Um, he eventually does get them in. He pins Jay to the mat with the steps over, like, his chest. And he's, like, looking down on him. And he's, like, saying, just say I quit. I'm not going to hate you anymore. Just say it. Uh, it's, 
it's there it's for like a long time to the point where it's like uncomfortable that like he's gonna like do something nasty mm. eventually he does lift up the steps he's about to about to smash Jay in the face with them and Jimmy Jimmy dives in and covers Jay this um, is Josh fool you alright man whatever you got going for it, we can fix this look at me look at me please we got you I'm sorry by Roman Reigns you ain't gotta act like this it's family I quite like this it was like breaking that four four because it was like it's Josh, it's Josh, it's Jonathan, yeah. and really like hitting home that oh, it was really good, really nice, yeah. lots of passion. Um, yeah, he, he basically says whatever Rome's going through, they can work through it together, mm. uh, as as we've just established um, by Aaron's Oscar worthy performance. <laughs> um, B- Bafter will be in touch, mate. Yeah, <laughs> might get a, might get a Razzie if you're lucky. Um, a Razzie. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I basically they kind of break the fourth wall a bit and they're using the real names, not the um, not like Jay and Jimmy, they're using Josh and Jonathan and Joe, not Roman. Uh, Roman sits next to them, starts crying, he does like a fist bump with Jimmy. Um, this is like dragged out a long time as well, it's not like just like dead quick, it's like it's like he's having a fucking meltdown oh, in the ring. It was, yeah, it was fucking ripped. awesome. Um, he like fist bumps Jimmy and then he says he loves him and then he, his expression just changes and he gets him in the guillotine or as we call it here, either the dog collar or as I'm trying to get over desperately, the headlock of the table. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, says he, lo- he says he loves Jimmy, he gets him in that. Jay starts holding hands with Jimmy, like just kind of like cling on for life almost and then eventually says, I quit as he feels like Jimmy fading out. Um, this was fucking phenomenal. It was super. The story work involved in these matches have been absolutely excellent. Some of the uh, best in a long, long time from WWE. Yeah. Really, really, um, really good. Yeah. After after the match, Roman stands over the Usos, tells them he loves them, walks out, walks out the ring, up the up the ramp. The Wild Samoans are waiting on the stage. So after after and seek a Roman's uh, uncle and dad, um, he hugs them and then Paul Heyman like presents him the belt and he he holds the belt up stood next to them, um, looking on kind of almost in shame at the Usos in the ring, mm. who are devastated and defeated in the ring. Um, I can't wait to see where they go with this. I really right. can't. Um, yeah. Heyman was constantly looking at the Universal Title, nothing else. Now. I'm going to put it out there. What if he's just looking after... Biggie's a poor looking, guy. <laughs> looking after the Universal title for Lesnar, keeping an eye on it. Just keeping it warm for him. Lesnar's just not, making sure... Lesnar's not got a contract, though. I'll tell you who does have a contract. It's Brock Lesnar. Big A. His contract is like six matches a year, if that. That's fine. We've got Big E. We've got Black Lesnar. So... <laughs> gonna take it <laughs> did, did you see um when he when he debuted um it was like the first time i saw biggie had a bit of personality like oh yeah i, I like this obviously because ryback was on the roster at the same time he was like look stop calling me ryback it's just boring now <laughs> and, uh, he said he said however um the the shouts of uh solberg and shock lesnar made me chuckle <laughs> um so solberg <laughs> Oh my life! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Let, let's play a game, shall we? <laughs> How many times was the phrase I quit said during this match? Not you quit or he'll quit. I quit. Are we going to have an over on Drea? Yeah, I'll give you of five. Five. Yeah, I'll give you over what? under a five. Forty. Forty. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Well, it was it wasn't that much. It was twenty-five times. Oh, my first so, guess was going to be that, twenty-seven. So that's annoying. That was one every one minute and ten seconds of the match, as it was twenty-nine minutes and twenty seconds long. Fucking Fantastic. Hell. Cheers, Stato. That's Sutcliffe. Statcliffe. Statcliffe. Next. After this, we got Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Whoa, 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 Elias. whoa, whoa, whoa. There he is. There he is. More, more gumph. We we would like to, stop. We would like to you extend stop. our <laughs> We would like to extend our thanks to our official theme, Welcome to Hell by Holy Wars by Tom Phillips. It was actually Welcome to My Hell by Holy Wars. So he was wrong. He's not read his fucking notes. They've been, <laughs> thanks, pro- thanks. They've been, they've been promoting that song for, for a good few weeks before, and Get it right, thanks, Tom. He, he still didn't get it right. Um, thanks, Tom, for derailing our podcast. And <laughs> why are raw commentary recapping the Hell in a Cell match that just happened? Do you were asking Samoa Joe on his opinions because all Samoans must be related, even though they're not. Ah, uh, okay. Um, that makes yeah. sense. And I... I just put under that maybe Samoa Joe versus Joe the Samoan. He did, he did kind of like fantasy <laughs> for that. I down with that. Joe needs to get back in the ring. Stat. Oh, if jo- Stat. I'm going to fantasy book something here, but if Joe fucking comes out of commentary, beats up for the belt and we get Joe versus Joe for, belt, for the belt to survive a series. Ooh. Ooh. Rubbing my thighs in excitement. <laughs> it, the thing is, it's something we want to happen, so it probably won't. Um, <laughs> well, so we got uh, anyway, <laughs> back to back to Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Elias sings a song about Jeff Hardy, calls him a junkie, like he did Jeff Jarrett earlier. Jeff's music interrupts. Um, very very bland raw esque match. This wasn't it. Um, this is crap. If I'm Joe, honest, Joel literally <laughs> just comes out with Jeff is a criminal. Well, I'm yeah. kind of fed up of hearing like <laughs> it's either no, it's either well Jessica or Jeff's an Alki. It's fucking just move on, move on. Remember, then, remember, Joe, remember Joe when Phillips. Jeff was um, remember when Jeff was just the charismatic enigma and we were all happy about it. Yeah, yeah, and now um, he's like, oh, recovering alcoholic. Like Joe, yeah. Joe to Phillips during the match as well. If you hit me with a car, then I want to do things to you. Elias is justified. Girl, yeah. he's not wrong. <laughs> saying that, saying that, this is a good example, Aaron, of long-term booking. How do you feel about yeah, this? Yeah, man. How uh, do you feel about this? How do you feel about yes, this? Yes, it is. Why yes, is Jeff? Is. Why is Jeff Hardy's atomic leg drop not a low blow? A low, a, 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 a low blow. No, but what do you think about long-term storybooking? I, why is Jeff Hardy's atomic leg drop not a low blow? He's changing the subject. It's long-term storybooking. It's fine. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's been doing it since the nineties. It's not been a low blow, mate. It's the same for same for an atomic drop and an inverted atomic drop. Move on. Um, 
<laughs> so back and forth, Jeff hits an atomic drop, take a takedown and a next snap for two. We got even more back and forth. Elias tosses Hardy out the ring. They brawl into the barricade. Jeff does a dive off the steps, misses, hits another barricade, gets almost gets counted out. Elias works over Jeff. Jeff hits an inverted atomic drop and a double leg drop. Elias counters a twist of fate with a power bomb, gets a two count off that. Hardy hits a whisper in the wind, gets a two count off that. Hits a twist of fate. Elias rolls out before Jeff can hit a swanton in either the ring or on the apron, as he tries both. Um, Elias grabs his guitar. Jeff snatches it off him, hits him with it, gets DQ'd. Um, so Elias is that. Vince is so heavily convinced Elias is going to be a big star in Raw that his first major win back is by DQ. Yeah, but he's a heel, so... You take a win how, however and wherever. Yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of an out for a heel, to be fair. Um, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like, if you're putting him across as someone that's going to be big, or you want him to be big, then book him strong. Don't have him get a win by DQ. I get that. But then you also look at other heels where they'll just be like, well, it's a win. And it goes down as a win on the records. And they'll get it anywhere they can. So I see it on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um after this, we get, yay, it's Otis versus The Miz. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Quick little promo yeah, backstage. Um, Tucker base and Otis basically say they're going to stop Miz. And before the match starts, uh, Corey Graves' favourite sweets is Skills. Thanks, Ronnie. Right. <laughs> Just I mean, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> is, is the fact that Skittles are sponsoring Hell in a Cell bear any relevance on that? No, it's just by luck. No? Oh, okay. He, okay. he says it himself, it's just by luck that his favourite sweet is girls. Thanks for that, mate. It's yeah. all right. Thank you. It's the top Thanks. quality content we've come to, <laughs> come to uh, make our listeners expect. I can sleep easy now tonight. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Match starts. Otis charges the Miz. Miz uh, fights out of a skull crushing finale. Otis has early control. Slams Miz's head into the announce table. John Morrison distracts Otis. And Miz hits DDT for a two. Then Miz gets a bit of control over the match. He locks in a sleeper. Uh, the move of one of his vanquished foes that he's beaten in the past. Yeah, um, that one and that. Uh, Michael Cole. Many people <laughs> believe the contract's worth more than the gold. I mean, well, that's stupid, isn't it? That's that, that, that shit. I, can I just say that? It's not the first please, time something very similar to this gets Please said. point me out to these people that think that so I can give them a slap around their earlobes. <laughs> that's nonsense. Oh, this apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Miss It's a Big Boo, followed by the Ick Kicks. Otis starts hulking up and dancing at the same time, which is just a thing, isn't it? Um, uh, Corey Graves, Mandy Rose thing being with Otis is like a social media thing. Um, Michael Core replies with that. You've got experience. Oof. Oh, saucy. Not not the first time Michael Cole's uh, made like a little jibe like that at Corey, is it? Um Otis hits a show. Couple of shoulder blocks, a flapjack, and a corner splash. Miz rolls out the out of the way uh, before 
Otis can hit the caterpillar. Jomo tries to hit Otis with the briefcase on the apron, but gets ejected from ringside. But he didn't do anything. He was about to hit Otis with the briefcase. But he didn't. Being a li- he was being a little shit. Sorry, rewind. Did you just call him Jomo? Jomo, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, boys. <laughs> Come on. Jomo. That's what they used to call him when That's he was what they a, used to call him, in his yeah. first run, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, WWE, fucking, they, love, they love like abbreviating things. Fucking reaching there, aren't you? <laughs> I've just I've just read some read something about something else getting abbreviated, which we'll talk about um Jomo, on our Jomo. More on okay. that later. Um <laughs> yeah, he tries to hit with the briefcase, gets ejected, and then Tucker hits Otis with the case, turning on Otis, winning for the Miz. Um, um, now this egomaniac, the Miz, holds the richest prize. Michael Cole. It's not the richest prize, is it? <laughs> in the same breath, you call the WWE Championship the richest prize in all of entertainment. Stop oh, talking shit. It's the money in the bank. <laughs> Fucking hell. Thanks Let's so make their minds up. Total um, nonsense. After the match, Miz and Morrison are interviewed. Miz basically just says, he won't squander his the money in the bank like Otis will. He'll basically guarantee he's going to become a world champion. Puts uh, the WWE and Universal Champions on notice. Tucker then just kind of like wanders in in the background and he oh Tucker Tucker answer our question. And he basically says he carried heavy machinery and then Otis made it about him and says that Otis can't tie his own shoes, let alone be a world champion. Otis then attacks Tucker and kind of knocks over Miz and Morrison. That looked kind of accidental. Yeah, yeah. Because it looked like he just barreled through them. <laughs> just barreled through them. Oh, oh um, hang on. This is what I'm here to do. Then they just brawl off into the night, apparently. Um, into the night. Great great camera work that they don't bother to follow them. They just see them fighting off into nope. the car park. It just disappears. Um, then we got Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Second good match of the night. It's boss time because it's the boss of the cell. Who you know is what? zero and two at Hell in a Cell, losing to Charlotte then Becky in Hell in a Cell matches. So that's irrelevant, Michael Cole. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what else it is, Aaron? It's long time story. Right. Uh, before yeah. I before I go on this rant, right? What's the one and O in the chair? What's what? What is? What's the one and O? On Bailey's chair. I don't know, mate. The amount of because times she's used it on Sasha? I don't know. That's a stupid start. You're a stupid start. Because, right, Bailey is one and one in Hell in a Cell pay-per-view matches before this year, defeating Dana in 2016, losing to Charlotte in 2018. She's one and oh in Hell in a Cell from Michael Cole is what is stated with the one and oh, which is irrelevant because Bailey's never been in Hell in a Cell. Right. Right, full record. Banks twelve, Bailey twelve. No contest. Two. Right. So that's a, it's not one and all. So NXT house shows, Mania access, and dark matches. Banks five, Bailey four. Not one and all. Irrelevant. Pay per views. Banks zero, Bailey two. So it's not one and all. It's irrelevant. Weekly shows. Banks seven, Bailey six. No contest. Two. Irrelevant. What's one and zero? <laughs> I, I thought this You've was quite a, a fun lot. pay-per-view until uh, yeah, until we started reviewing it. Until Aaron rocked up with his fucking maths. What on, is until, until Aaron went and Ziggler did. 
<laughs> Overcomplicated it. <laughs> so your initial tell question me what was, the one and zero your initial is. question was, was what was the one and zero? What's the one and zero? But you went down that, that path and, and looked up everything. Everything possible to try okay. and get this one and oh. And there's nothing there that it's just one and oh. If, if anyone knows what the one and oh is, please let us know on Twitter. Or Facebook. Contact or Aaron directly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do <laughs> that. Do that. <laughs> At Aaron, whatever your Twitter is. Statcliff. <laughs> Statcliff. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, well, the match. Well, Aaron Statcliff's gonna get hounded on Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> so straight away into the match before the cell's down, Bailey swings the chair at Sasha. Sasha drop kicks it out of the cell. More on that later. Um <laughs> Banks is the early aggressor. She, she just like throws Bailey around the ring, kicks the fuck out of her. Misses a baseball slide and uh, hits the cell. Bailey grabs a kendo stick, misses Banks a few times. Sasha throws the stick through like one of the holes in the cell and just misses Michael Cole. Only she was a couple of inches to the left. Um, <laughs> Banks hits a knee strike. Um, yeah, Banks hits a knee strike, sets up a table. Bailey tries to tries to move it and Sasha like uses it to pin Bailey against the cell. She then like runs up the table like Shelton Benjamin does the ladder. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Runs up the table, hits the knee, double knees on Bailey against the cell wall. Rolls her in the ring, um, hits a meteora for two. She brings in um, a pair of steel chairs, swings it, misses Bailey. Bailey rolls her up for a two count. Uh, Bailey throws Sasha out, misses a diving elbow with the chair with the chair onto the table. Uh, Banks hits another double knees into the cell. She drop kicks Bailey into the steel steps. Bailey looked like she nearly fucking split her head open on the corner of the steps. Yeah, that was a horrible um, knock, horrible yeah. landing. She um, sets up two kendo stick- sticks between the steps and the cell. Bailey block Bailey blocks a suplex onto them. Sasha blocks one. Bailey hits a drop toe hold. Oh. Um. <laughs> Corey Graves with them kendo sticks. Kendo sticks between the steps and the cage suspended in the air. Well, it was actually touching the ground, so that is incorrect, Corey Graves. Corey Graves <laughs> chatting bear pup chatting once again. Bear shame, mate. Pure pup. <laughs> too, too busy sliding into Carmella's DMs. Um, <laughs> sliding into more than her DMs, mate. <laughs> That's true. That's very true, Fuck lads. About. <laughs> Uh, she's untouchable now, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that includes her DMs. Sliding. Um, <laughs> um, Banks puts Bailey's head into a chair. Bailey drops it on, like drops Banks onto the other chair that's in the ring. Boss in the Bailey... cell, huh? Boss my ass. Bailey to Sasha Banks. Boss my ass. <laughs> Boss wow. my ass. <laughs> Feels like a line I've heard somewhere else and not in wrestling. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this is devolved. Hey, Bailey, no me. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the untitled debauchery podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Bailey wedges the chair into the corner, gets kneaded into it by Sasha, and then she hits a sunset flip buckle bomb into the chair on Sasha for a two count. Uh, then she hits a big elbow drop for a two count. Bailey's Sasha- mastered the elbow drop. Near with that form on that elbow drop, that's for sure. No, it wasn't a very good one. Um, <laughs> um, Sasha hits the lung blower and bang statement. Bailey slams Sasha's head into the apron. 
um, to break out of it. Bailey then hits Bank with a Banks with a kendo stick. Tries to duct tape them together. Fuck Bailey. me. This um, was Bailey. absolutely fucking Bailey. terrible. I'm all sweaty. Can you do this for me to the referee? <laughs> no. Legit. Watch it back. She says it. I can promise you. Um, Fuck yeah. She, she tries to duct tape them together. They keep falling apart. She then gives up and then trips over. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Even if she had managed to duct they take them together, what fucking damage would they done? That's the weakest <laughs> point. Anyway, just fucking nonsense. What you should have done? You can see really, it already folding. You see it already <laughs> folding in on itself. Just put, just put a really long kendo stick under the ring. One that she's pre-prepared. I'd have bought into that more. Than, yeah, she oh, that me, me duct taping two together is going to do more damage. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where are we? Sasha blinds Bailey with the fire extinguisher. Uh, Bailey grabs a chair from outside, which is somehow teleported from miles away. It's it's almost like the invisible man or invisible Stan came and helped, did it? Well, like John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon, um, Spider, who was minding the cage door, Spider Spider (laughs) is a liability. He is. He's, he's proved I, that I reckon, on more than one occasion. I reckon he nearly fell over the chair and just like moved it to a safer location because of health and safety. And then he, he got in a bit of a rage <laughs> and just kicked it away. Fuck it, out, Spider. Come on, lad, sort it out. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Bunch grabs the chair before Bailey can do anything with it. She unloads on Bailey, throws her into the cell, kicks the fuck out of her some more, hits a meteora off the apron against the cell, which looks nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, more beaten down on Bailey. She gets a kendo stick, beats the shit out of Bailey some more. Uh, goes for a, flo- a frog splash. Bailey grabs um, a chair, holds no, it. No, no. Ba- Bailey always had that chair in her hand, lying down. No, I mean she lifts it up. I mean, she, so she lifts it up. But it. Surely, surely Sasha would have seen her, like had it in her hand when she was right beside her, standing above her. Oh look, Bailey's got a chair in her hand. Let me just sweep that away. <laughs> Surely, no. It's, I, yeah, yeah no, I, I get what you mean. I get yeah. what you mean. Um, keep it, boys. Keep it. Kafabi all day. Kafabi. <laughs> so, yeah, they um, they have like a that. What was the con- contraption thing you had set up in the corner? Um, it was two chairs with like something over it or something. Oh, fuck. What was it? Because um, I haven't written down what it is in my notes. I just remember they did something with it. But when I was actually watching the show and taking notes, my network died at this point. So I've had a total, total I, I mind fart it. I and I don't remember it what it was. Yeah. I got to write it down when I was re-watching it. Um, either way, they do like a big old spot with that. I think Bailey was going to superplex Sasha and then Sasha reversed it. Yeah, or, or all the way around. Um, doesn't really matter that much. Uh, leading into the finish, which <laughs> is Bailey hits a Bailey to Bailey onto a chair. Sasha rolls through and locks in the bank statement with the chair around Bailey's head. Bailey taps out new champ. Um, this was a really good match as well. Um, again, when they when they can be asked with a story. And doing a bit of uh, Aaron's favourite thing in the world, long-term booking. Um, it was a ladder on top of the chair. It was a ladder. Ah, okay. Right. I knew it was something. I couldn't remember if it was a ladder or they had the steps in between. 
Yeah. It, it was a ladder. I really enjoyed this. I I liked it, and it was a good match. And those two are very talented performers, and we've seen that in like matches gone by from a lot of the stuff in NXT. And this story, this long, long story that they've kind of drawn out, I wasn't sold on it at first, but it built and built and built. And I think we've seen the both in in best. We've seen the best in both of them as of late, certainly yeah. in Bailey. But my gripe with this, and I know this, uh, Jay probably shares the same thing. I wish it have held off a bit longer and just had Sasha yeah. come and win the Rumble. This that would have been the perfect. The boys. That would have been. That would have been for been me. Fucking, you've been teasing it since before Mania, mate. You can't say it's not. That would have been for me the the perfect end to to their story arc. When Bailey took Sasha out with the chair, just have Sasha off TV for a while, and just have her cutting yeah, some promos, but just not being medically cleared, be medi- not being medically cleared, and leave it and leave it. Then have her enter the Rumble, and then even you could even play it off as she's entered the Rumble, she's still not medically cleared. Or she's going yeah. in there under like under her own kind of like, well, if anything happens, it's on you. And she goes in and she wins it. Have it like that. Just just hold off that few more months longer. I'm not saying like Sasha isn't deserving of it, but that would have been like the kind of the pro like the ultimate kind of feel-good moment and a way to yeah. really, really round this off. And I feel like they're going to drag this out a bit longer, which is fine. Like they'll still I- go and have good matches, but I feel they've just kind of blown it a little too early. Yeah, I'd I'd have been okay with them um, either having it that Sasha's not medically cleared. So for this match, so it's like kind of an unsanctioned Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So therefore, it's not a title match, or mm. have Bailey like injure Sasha Jaw in this match and then win, and then as you say, and then Sasha, write her off. Sasha comes back as like a surprise entrant in the Rumble or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, even that, like you said, actually, not even when she took her out of the chair like a month or so ago, it building to this and her not being cleared. Yeah. And then Bailey absolutely fucks her over in Hell in the Cell and is unsanctioned. And that's it. Like she, she's done, done. And then she comes back as a surprise. I don't yeah, like there's, there's There's still ways to do it. Um, um, the thing is, if they do that, though, like if Sasha drops the belt to Bailey anytime soon, it feels like they're a hot potato in it, like back and forth, back I, and forth. Like, yeah, I think I think maybe they could like they could get away with maybe having Bailey attack Sasha and have Sasha like either vacate the belt or have Bailey just attack Sasha and then have a rematch against her and beat her. Maybe she drops it at TLC and then is t- TLC is December, isn't it? Usually, am I wrong? Um, yeah, TLC is. I think usually... it's Survivor Series is November, isn't it? Mm. And I'm well, sure TLC even. Yeah, it's TLC. It's December. Even even do like what uh, they did with uh, Bailey's Bailey losing it to Charlotte and then winning it back, like literally the following week on SmackDown mm. when she debuted this character. Um, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. As I say, there's ways around it. Um, it just feels like WWE got a bit of an itchy trigger finger with it and. Just yeah, mm. did, did the old, did the old shit. We need to do this now. So after after this match, we get the hair business saying Lashley will defend the US title against Slapnuts. I mean Slapjack, Slapjack, um, Flapjack. Um, yeah, <laughs> what's the <it> weird? <laughs> there, there was there was that one bit where um, 
shelf and goes, oh, yeah, I haven't defended against the US title against the one with the stupid mask. And they all just look, <laughs> they all just look at Shelton like, what? And he goes, you know, slapped you off and they go, oh, okay. <laughs> um, a little side note, I've been watching it. I was said on the Halloween Havoc um, stream last night, I've been watching uh, Mia Yim's um, playing Among Us with Shelton Benjamin and the rest of Retribution. And, Big <laughs> Mo, and they all just take the piss out of the Slapjack character. Really? But like, and well, not just that, like even like some of the Twitch stuff, like with the IPs, like they're just like, oh yeah, you can, like Dijakovic is in it, but he's uh, calls himself Teabag. <laughs> um, oh man. And they go, they go, oh, that's a little bit close to IP, isn't it? Um, just a lot of Jesus, a lot of like sh- shooting from the hip. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, just thought I'd mention that very quickly. <laughs> so we go to actual Lashley vs. Slapjack. Um, uh, Tom of- Tom Phillips before it starts here inside Hell in a Cell, Hurt Business versus Retribution. Inside yeah. Hell in a in- Cell, incorrect and incorrect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Fucking hell, Tom. Come on, Todd. Making me talk Tom. about this match longer than I want to. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is shit. Yeah, this is really, yeah, really, really shit. I, I went for I went for a piss during the live stream mm. while this was on. And I came back and realized shit, I'm gonna have to watch this to get notes for it. Great. It was literally um, done by the time he came back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gone for five minutes, it was over. Um a little bit of back and forth. Slapjack attacks Lashley from the bell. Lashley just overpowers him. Um, he dominates him for most of the match. Slapjack hits a corner cannonball for a two count. Quick DDT. Lashley gets back in control. Hits a belly to belly. Spine buster. Hairlock wins. No surprise there, is there? Crap, um, crap, 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 crap. Yeah. And then <laughs> Re- Retribution come out and try and attack Lashley. Hair business shakes them off. Make them look like little scaredy cats. Um... Well, you got anything on that, Aaron? At this Bring point. Say again, sorry. They're just burying them at this point, aren't they? That's fucking nonsense. They've given up on them so quickly. Um, do you know how I said we were going to get Retribution versus Hurt Business in all different kinds of way until God knows when they decide to finish the rivalry? Yeah. That's exactly what we're going to get. Yeah. Yes, it they is. Did, they did tease him. They were moving away from it on Raw, though, to be fair. Um, we'll wait and see we'll wait and see though hopefully they do but it's not like hair business versus Cedric uh, Apollo and Ricochet and whoever else gets involved why would they be fighting ourselves do you know Mm. what he meant (laughs) hurt business against Cedric Apollo thanks mate thanks pal Um, whose side do you want here <laughs> Maybe Aaron is retribution. Um, I'm the real hacker. <laughs> after this, we got the main event, which is Randy versus Drew for the WWE title. Um, Randy attacks Drew as he enters, dressed as like a cameraman. Um, they brawl uh, around. Phillips, this match isn't underway until both champion and challenger are inside the ring. Oh, believe me, Tom, this match is underway. Uh, Joe, it's no. <laughs> Bell, <let's move> <laughs> uh, Joe, it's no. 
Have you yeah. ever told him that? Tom Phillips was right the first time. <laughs> it's the first thing Tom's fucking got right this evening. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good it's a good job Aaron's not got a Twitter. He'd be getting in Twitter jail on fucking day one. Oh Aaron, <laughs> make Calling a Twitter account, please. <laughs> please make a Twitter account. What, just to get hurls of abuse for everyone? Yes. Oh, we can't okay. be the we can't be the only two people that give you abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, Randy attacks or or uh, Randy attacks Drew, dressed as a cameraman. Uh, they brawl around ringside. They get in the ring. Drew shuts the. Oh, sorry. They get in the cell. Drew shuts the door, and then they have a stare down for a minute, which is dead awkward. Yeah. Ring the bell and then start brawling again. Like not <laughs> Um. Drew block. Drew blocks an RKO, and Randy hits the cell wall. Um. Drew's in control early on. Is Drew being sadistic? It's in his DNA. Um, Not all Scots are evil and sadistic. (laughs) Like, talking about them like the fucking wildlings from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Fuck are you trying to say? (laughs) There is a wall that separates us and them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> so Drew's in early control beats up Orton around the ring and in, throws him into the cell uh, hits him with the chair repeatedly Orton blocks the Claymore by hitting Drew in the chi- in the knee with a chair excuse me um, drives the chair into Drew's jaw Orton attacking a, a formerly broken jaw it was a um, hairline fracture so it wasn't actually broken <laughs> Is this where the majority of your 10 pages of notes came from? Just absolutely berating Tom Phillips. <laughs> Just pettiness. <laughs> I mean, if he got his facts right, then I wouldn't have to bury him. <laughs> <laughs> Just just general pettiness from Aaron. <laughs> it's what I do. Prince Petty. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Owen uses the steps and the cells to be true. Drew up. Um, where are we? Drew, Drew hits the Glasgow kiss to sort of like slow it all down. Throws Orton into the cell. Orton sticks his thumb in Drew's eye and then throws Drew into the step shoulder first. Um, more back and forth in and around the ring. Uh, Drew hits a overhead belly to belly suplex. Orton blocks the future shock DDT and Drew hits a neck breaker. Then we get more brawling. There's a lot of brawling in this match. A lot of like, brawling. A lot of brawling. It was an absolute twat to write notes for this because it was like, well, they're just fucking brawling. I can't just go punch, 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 punch kick, um, punch, punch, eye poke, punch, DDT. Yeah. It was really bad. As I say, a shit mm-hmm. ton of brawl. Yeah. Um, Orton, low, Orton gets a low blow, hits a Draping DDT, Drew, Drew kicks out at one. Orton then gets frustrated, gets some bulk cutters, opens the door. They end up brawling outside of the cell and then. Um, Orton starts climbing it up. Drew sits up as he because he's been knocked down. Notices that Orton's climbing up and kind of like nods his head as if to say, "Oh fuck, here we go." <laughs> uh, meets him at the top. They start they start um, like fighting on top of the cell. So they stare each other down again. Orton's picked up like a red pipe that he's kind of camouflaged with the cell. Thought that was quite a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it looked like a lightsaber. It did wow. look like Lord Vader's lightsaber. Um, <laughs> he gets double, Drew double legs out and starts beating him down on the cell, like pushing his face into it. 
Orton eventually hits Drew in the knee with the pipe. Um, the lightsaber. Oh, no. Call Sorry, it what the it lightsaber. is. My I bad. thought at this point we were going to start getting Jewel of the Fates played. <laughs> but we didn't. So. Um, Orton starts climbing down the cell. Drew follows um, him. Where's Randy going? As Orton goes down the side of the cell. Where do you think he's going, you daft <laughs> bastard? <laughs> oh, you dafty. Um, <laughs> As it said earlier on from the ref, it's got to end in the ring. Don't follow him up there. Yeah. Um, Nonsense. So, anyway, <laughs> they, they end up going down. Drew, Drew and Randy are on the side of the cage. Orton's trying on, to pull Drew off. On the four little footstools that are on the side of the cage, not anywhere else on the side of the cage. It's as if they planned little... a spot for their so... predetermined wrestling match, Aaron. It's almost like they broke <laughs> Fabe. <laughs> You broke they, a fabby. Um, they broke a fabby. What's going on here? Well, speaking of which, um, so Orton ends up knock like prizing Drew off the cell and knocking him through the table. But when he when Drew actually falls, Orton makes zero contact with him. Yeah. From watching about like, oh yeah. Well, thanks, thanks guys. <laughs> thanks for that. Kids are crying. Yeah, uh, Drew Drew falls off the cell, goes through the announced table. Uh, a fake holy shit chant. And then Byron Saxton going, you'll get no mercy from Randy Orton. Wrong pay-per-view, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Did they chime in a holy shit chant? They yep. did chime in a holy shit chant. They did chime chant. in a holy shit chant. PG products and they're okay to chime in a swear word. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's okay. all right when it's like muffled. <laughs> um, where are we? <laughs> 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 Okay. It's out of sync anyway. It doesn't look like they're actually saying it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, Orton kind of like stalks Drew back around the cage into the cell. Uh, he go he goes for to hit Drew with something. Drew reverses it into a backslide for a two count. Uh, he hits a claymore. Orton rolls um, out the ring. When he rolls out, there's a fake Terminator chant again. The wee is that? It sounds awful similar. I said this last time it happened, and I, it still sounds very, very similar if it isn't. I didn't even hear that. That's it. I didn't pick up on it. I'll when when he rolls out, oh. it makes a noise. And you... I had my headphone, like I had the audio from the network on really low, more so, so I could hear you guys on the stream. So I wouldn't have picked up on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Orton rolls out. Uh, Drew brings him back in the ring. He goes for a second. Claymore. Orton moves out the way. Hits the RKO. Orton is the new WWE champion. Bosh. Um, it's his third time winning it inside Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And it's his eighth win in Hell in a Cell, isn't it? Yep. Fantastic. No, um, out, of seven, out of seven matches, it's four and three, is it not? So it's five and... F- oh, it's his fifth. Sorry. Four yeah, and four. One. Four and four it is now, sorry. Yeah. I did not see that coming, if I'm honest. I did because I had my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to drop. I thought he was going to drop the belt at some point. I didn't think yeah. it'd be this year. I thought it'd be next year. I thought he might drop it at, I don't know, maybe the Rumble. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's, his, his title run's been like, it couldn't have come at a weirder time. And he didn't get that big. Well he's done well. No, he's done well considering. Like, done. If you look at like the last, like if you look at Kofi's run as WWE champion, and 
it wasn't great. And that's no discredit to Kofi. He's just the matches that he was put in, whereas it feels like they kind of gave a bit more of a shit about well, Drew. In terms here's of- the weird thing, is that he's been booked in pretty much the same matches as Kofi. Uh, Ziggler, like he- Orton. Ziggler and then Orton. Who else did Kofi face? Did Kofi face Kofi Joe? had Kevin Owens. Did he face Joe as well? Yeah, Mark? Kofi faced Joe, yeah. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, I'm sure. Did he, he did, did, yeah. I didn't remember. I could be uh, wrong. But he, I think it, but yeah. He, he had like a he had a, a feud with Ziggler, he had a feud with Orton hmm. around the same time. Um I think the only thing the only difference is that because Kofi was part of the New Day, they were doing stuff with the faction as well as with them as the champion. Yeah. Um, whereas because Drew's like a lone kind of character, mm. they, they had a lot more time to be able to sort of develop him as a singles wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And make him look stronger as a singles wrestler. Whereas because Kofi was part of a group, it was almost like he couldn't really detach from that. Mm. Yeah, um, okay. But I think, I mean, I think, he, as I say, I think Drew's done a fantastic job as champion. Um, oh, for sure! Yeah, 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 really, really has. It was, it was just disappointing that he didn't get that pop when he won it mm-hmm. at Mania, yeah. and and everyone wanted that. Um, he did get that cool moment though, where he got to kind of like look down the camera and do the breaking the fourth wall. Oh yeah, oh for sure. That was yeah, that, that was, was really lovely. cool. That was really really nice. Um, yeah, it's the thing well, is we're talking about it like first, first British world champion. Yeah. At WrestleMania, where people travel to go there from all over the fucking world. Huge. The pop, the Huge. pop with them in fucking month. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, we're, we're talking about it like this will be his last title, or like that's it. They're going to oh, put yeah, the belt he's... on him at some point again in the future, I'm sure. I imagine he'll probably have the belt back on him by next year. Yeah. As soon as they can get, they can get fans back in the building, you know, for a fact they're going to do like Drew winning the belt because he's. I mean, you look at social media and stuff like that, and that's like kind of the only gauge that WWE has at the moment in terms of like whether someone's over and everyone loves him. Yeah. And he, he's like, if he was a bad champion, people would be moaning about it all the time on social media. You don't really see that. Yeah, I've not heard any gripes about it. I remember like fairly early into Kofi's run, mm. people were already starting to sour on him. Whereas... Drew, yeah. I've heard nothing the but thing, positivity. The, the thing with Kofi's, though, was it was it was kind of just playing the same like old hat of, oh, well, you've this is your first title run. Mm. You're an underdog. Whereas that's what that's kind of what a, like the point I was trying to make a minute ago with Drew, but I didn't really think about it this way until I've just said it then. <laughs> um, they were kind of like putting Kofi as more like almost treating him as if he didn't belong there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Drew, it was like, can you can you like stand the pressure of finally becoming the world champion? Mm. And him just kind of like being like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to carry this like company on me back, which is yeah. realistically how they should book any babyface champion. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Um, I can see Drew winning it before Survivor Series. Fuck I, off! Really. I wouldn't be um, surprised if he won it at SummerSlam next year. I I think well, you've got Orton v. Oh, Survivor Series this year. 
This year, yeah. You've oh, got Orton. Sorry, man. Yeah. Um, you've got Orton and Reigns. Feeling... You've got Orton and Reigns coming up, and I've got a feeling they were just given Orton that title to have his 14th title reign, like they did with Cena on his 16th. Mm. And on his first defense, he'll lose it. Who'd say? Drew. Drew. Uh, may, maybe the Fiend, but then you've got the whole Fiend versus Reigns. The, the thing the is, Survivor is Series. That... They've got they've got three characters in that main like that main um, upper echelon of Raw at the moment. Four. In, well, no, I mean in the title picture. So you've got. Are we just poo pooing Keith Lee? No, no, no. Because yeah. he kind of he well, kind of was for a bit. Like when he first came on, it was like, oh, okay, they thrust yeah. him straight into it, and I'm, now he's kicking talk- Braun in the balls. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about like the current situation because they've kind of got Keith in a few with Braun. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Where otherwise, Keith- I probably would have. Keith and Braun are Nakamoraing each other in the bollocks. <laughs> yeah. o- otherwise, I would have probably included AJ and Jeff Hardy in that in that conversation as well, um, <laughs> as people who feasibly could take it. But yeah, yeah. they've got the three, the three kind of like guys in the upper echelon at the moment that they're really, really trying to protect in Drew, Randy, and the Fiend. Yeah. Now. It, it goes without saying. Well, do they need to protect saying, RM? The the only person who's beat him since um, Edge beat him at WrestleMania is Drew, I believe. I mean, that rivalry has been going on for how long? Um, they had Keith Lee beat him as kind of like the getting him like showing he belongs, though, didn't he? Mm. Um, and then Orton got his win back like pretty much the next day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like. That's what I mean. Like they're, they're protecting those guys at the top. So going into Survivor Series, because Roman's not losing. Exactly. Roman, yeah. Roman isn't losing a match at all until mm. Mania. Until Roman says so. Until Mania, when Mania. Big E takes the belt off him. Um, <laughs> you shake your head as much as you want, ball boy. It's happening. It's happening. Delusional. It's not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be fucking. Unbearable if Biggie wins that belt. <laughs> I am going to be unbearable if, um, if current climate commits. We should try and get together for the Rumble and try and watch it. Yeah, and do a live yeah. stream of that. That be get a, awesome. Get top rope to do and meet the Brewer in a, a sit in a city that we can all get to easily. Yeah, fuck yeah, definitely. Watch it in the room together. Yeah, man. Well, we're fucking hammered. It'll be great. When Biggie, <laughs> when Biggie wins, Aaron. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, like, back to back to my point. Um, yeah, yeah. I I don't know out of those three who they'd like kind of use as a sacrificial lamb for Romans. What I'm saying, like mm. Drew. I think the they've had him lose two matches to Orton in the last like fortnight. Yeah. I think if he. If he then won the belt back off or off Orton only to lose to Roman, yeah, it would kind of damage the mystique of him a bit. Yeah, Fiend should Fiend should be beaten sparingly. Kind of keep that character like should feeling be. special. Yeah, no, <laughs> should <that's> be. <laughs> um, and Orton, I think he could probably t- he be the one out of the three who could take the loss where it wouldn't. Hurt him as much. Too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. 
So, as Orton as champion, like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think he definitely deserves it, given the year he's had. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really, it's, really good heel work. You you look at you look at Randy Orton from January onwards, and he's he's been the top heel in. Well, until Roman come back, he was the top heel in the company. Yeah, yeah, easily. Um, I think I think he, he's he's definitely warranted getting a run with the belt. He's done everything he deserves. That yeah, asked of him to deserve it. Mm-hmm. The only issue I've got is it comes at the um, it comes at the expense of Drew's title reign, mm-hmm. and if if they are hot potato in the belt, like Aaron's predicted. I'd be okay with Drew getting the belt back, but at the same time, be like, well, why have not lose in the first place? Exactly. That's the only issue I'd have with it. And then, why would they... They've done it multiple times before, hot potato and tails. It's not a first mm. time. But, like, the the thing... The, the reason I say that, like, say it in that circumstance, because we were talking before about, um, like, with Sasha and Bailey, they could do it to further that story along, and mm. it wouldn't it wouldn't damage the story in any way. Whereas with Drew and Randy, it feels like that, that feud's kind of at the end of its like cycle. Yeah. And you can't eke another bit out of that. Or yeah. If you if you if you did, if they eke something out else out of that, that's absolutely the last of it. Because otherwise people are going to really sour on it quickly. Because it's yeah, already that's what going I mean. that like, way. If regardless of how they how they do it next, whether Drew beats Orton for the belt, um, and then he goes to face Roman, or whether Drew's going to just take the belt off and after Survivor Series at some point. Uh, I think they need to move away from this feud, like in the long mm. run, because it's just they're just running out of ideas, really. For I feel like a Survivor Series. Obviously, we're getting Randy against uh, Roman. Roman. Mm. Both of them need to like if this is obviously hypothetically if if uh, Randy continues to hold the belt until then, which I think he will. You've got to keep both of them looking strong because you can't have Randy beat Drew for the belt then just go and lose on his first big like major defense at a pay per view. To yeah. have them looking strong, there's obviously a rivalry. There's obviously something ongoing with Drew and Randy that's going to continue for a little bit longer. There's clearly the ongoing rivalry with uh, Jay and Roman. We'll see how that develops over the next few weeks. By sense fuckery, like interference on either or both of their parts in that match for it to just end in almost a no contest to keep Mm -hmm. both looking strong. Because otherwise... If you look at the last two years... Was it two years? No, sorry, not last year, the year before. 2018 and 2017, the Kings, the champion, literally on the go-home episode. Um, oh, they did when Jinder had it and then they gave it to yeah, AJ. AJ. AJ beat Jinder and then Daniel Bryan beat AJ. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And then both of them end up getting destroyed by Brock. Yeah. Obviously, they were when a bit was, more competitive than that. When was Phil and Brock? Did we get uh, that as Rumble. well? That was the Rumble, that was it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think that the thing is, is they 
with when it was Brock, they could at least kind of go, oh, well, it was Brock. Whereas Roman's not at the stage where he's like a complete and utter force yet. Mm. They could go, oh, well, it's Roman. I mean, they could, but it's I, not I, quite there yet. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation they've kind of put themselves in, booking themselves into a corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much, mate. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, yeah. Interesting to see where they go. Yeah, man. So, just to sum up, do we have any high or low points? Any any bits that we we really enjoyed? Any thoughts that we thought were um, total shit from each of us? Um, quick game. How many times was Helena said said during the pay per view? Um, not not including um, promo packages for matches, just during the live when it's. Did you live. legitimately do a tally chart of how many times he said hell in the cell? Maybe. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm saying fifty-two. Nice. He's like a fucking serial killer, isn't he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Dex- I'm going to say Sutcliffe. <laughs> I'm going to say um, sixty-eight. Yous are so fucking forty-seven. I was far off. I said fifty-two. That was that, pretty close. That is that was on average one every three minutes and forty-two seconds of the pay-per-view for a three-hour pay-per-view. Hell on for a three-hour, four-hour, three, four-hour, include the pre-show, four-hour. Ball with the pre-show, yeah. Jesus. So ups and downs, highs and lows. Have you got any? Um, I'm I'm trying to think which one I'd choose out of the three. Um, I'm going to choose really my, my mm. highlights, Bailey versus Sasha, because it's not very often that I'm going to say the women that a women's match is the best match of the night, because I'm not that like, great a fan of women's wrestling. That's quite a bit of a thing to say. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's as you say, Aaron. It's your preference. Isn't it's it? a preference. Yeah, that's, and that's fair so, enough. That's I, fair I'm going to give the match because. I really enjoyed. It's it's not often I really enjoy a women's match. So well done, Sasha and Bailey. Cool. Um, my right, bad. Really long time, up, something mate. <laughs> <laughs> and my was my my worst thing is the start of that Bailey and Sasha of the one and only chair because I still don't know what it is. <laughs> so. All right, all right. Uh, Jake, high and low. Um, I'm so torn. You know, because Aaron, right, Aaron said ba- Banks and Bailey, I'll say Roman and Jay because the storytelling in it was fucking excellent. Um, what we've come to expect from like this feud with them, which they've been doing for like about six weeks. Maybe, and yeah. it's just It's just been phenomenal. Uh, yeah. yeah, low point, the whole fucking bollocks with Retribution in the hair business. Yeah, I love the hair business, but it just didn't need to be on the there. It was just there. It was just WWE going fuck. We need to throw another match on this to stress the pay per view. Mm-hmm. We just throw that in. Yeah, didn't need to be there. Yeah. Um, I will. What about you, mate? One hundred percent agree with you on both of those, and they were both my choices going into this at the very start. Um, I'm a massive fan of everything that's happening with the the Jay and Roman storyline week on week, whether it's on a pay-per-view, whether it's on SmackDown. I think it's excellent um, and I really, really enjoy it. Um, And then, yeah, the Hurt Business uh, and that match was just unnecessary. It's fucking ridiculous. It's clear that 
all hope has been abandoned for any kind of, not even necessarily a push for them, but just to kind of make them a thing. Um, yeah, it's it's just insulting to everyone that's kind of part of that group because they're all much, much better than that and much more deserving of that. And it was shit to see that happen um, in the way it did. So, yeah, big down from me for that. Um, and very quickly, before we wrap up, um, overall thoughts or rather overall uh, rating, if you like, for Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Uh, Jay? Um, I'd give it a seven. When it was yeah. really, it was, it was a bit like the last pay per view. When it was good, it was really good. But mm. when it was bad, it was shite. Um, and yeah. we had, we had three like exceptional matches on that card, mm. and then we had three utter dog shit matches, toilet break matches. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, what about you? Who would you like to go first? Me. Yeah, go on. Um. I'm gonna give it a eight. I wow. really, I really enjoyed it. So okay, damn. That okay, Ziggler even near the card. I know Ziggler nowhere near the card. <laughs> fair play, fair play. We'll get ten if Ziggles was on there. Exactly. That's all you needed. <laughs> okay, um, and I would probably give it a seven and a half. I'm gonna sit right in the middle of you two. Um, okay. I enjoyed it. it. Like you said, that when it was good, it was good. When it was shit, it was shit. The three highlight matches, the three big matches, the three stipulation matches um, for me really delivered and everything else in between was just total filler. Um, yeah, not too bad at all uh, overall. So that wraps up our review of this year's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Thank you very much for joining us. As always, we really appreciate it. Um, you can catch us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. You can catch us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. If you want to watch along with us for future pay-per-views, uh, you can find that on Facebook. And newly added to our repertoire of social media exploits, we are now on YouTube. And you can find us by searching Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Thank you very much once again for joining us. I've been Troy, joined by Jay and Aaron. Look after yourselves and we'll catch you next time. Jimmy's the best Uso, even when he's injured. (laughs) All right.